You're listening to The Pastor Pod, sharing what we're learning to help you lead well in our culture today. This podcast is hosted by pastors Josh Robinson and Jay Mudd. Their goal is to be real, transparent, and let you in on what pastors really think about stuff. Well, welcome back to The Pastor Pod. Man, I'm excited about today's podcast. If you are new with us, uh, The Pastor Pod's uh, just a bunch of leaders getting together, talking about uh, church, leadership, ministry, and we're we're on for another great conversation. Today's going to be a special one, Jay. Um, and if and if you're watching on YouTube, you'll know who is on the podcast. But if you're listening, you 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 don't know yet who's joining us. Man, I'm excited. This is going to be fun today. Right. We have uh, two special special women. Um, one is married to you. One is married to me. Um, we have Holly, my wife, and your wife, Cassidy. And when mm-hmm. Cassidy starts talking, you may recognize the voice from the intro. Um, she welcomes you every single week to the Pastor Pod. Um, and I think, honestly, the thing that baffles me is we did not at any point discuss anything about what this podcast was going to look like or anything. But when our wives showed up today, they are they are matching to it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching the podcast, you can't make this stuff up. Josh is going to post. I'm sure we'll post a photo. Yeah. Like you cannot make this up that they they dress and black shirt, white. What is that? A cardigan? What is that? I don't know. What that is. Cardigan. cardigan. I don't know what it is. I'm wearing a hoodie. Uh, but <laughs> they are they are they are dressed exactly like they both have blonde hair. It's it's kind of. Kind of, kind of, kind of creepy, maybe in a little way of thinking that all well, it's, wives dress alike. There's like a uniform. It's the pa- it's the pastor wife uniform, apparently. I was gonna say that on the podcast, not all pastor wives are the same, but we put it out. But you have great style. That, that's right. You With, got great style. Style is you guys are spot on. Code. That's uh, right. <laughs> and so, uh, listen, Josh. It's Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't think of two better people to have on the podcast to talk not only about just various different things, but specifically today we're going to get to hear what pastors' wives really think about stuff. And so i uh, really, really excited about that. And so without further ado, I think we should kick things off. And I think we'll start with uh, Cassidy, if it's okay. Uh, man, I just want to give you guys a chance to introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, maybe some, you know, some things that you really, really enjoy, things that you maybe don't enjoy, whatever you want to go with here. And don't be afraid, Cassidy and Holly, don't be afraid to really um, unload on what it's like to be married to the two of us um, weird jokers who probably stress you guys out more than we want to acknowledge. So that being said, uh, Cassidy, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, how long do we have? um i'm cassidy and i have the honor to be married to josh and um jay and i are from the same hometown from ocala florida actually summerfield and only jay knows where that is um and i have i'm in my early 30s for a couple more days until i turn 35 on mother's day and I have three wonderful children, Micah, who's nine, Hannah is eight, and Chloe's four, and they are who I spend most of my time with these days. But before that, I really, well, I still really enjoy uh, music, writing music, singing, listening to music. Um, I am also a photographer part-time, so I, I get to interact in the community, and it's a great way to just get to know people and 
to capture beautiful moments, which I love. I love being creative and doing all things creative. I love reading. I love spending time at the beach. Mm-hmm. Long walk. By the way, you spend you you post way too many beach photos. It makes people that live. Oh. In- <laughs> just gonna I'm just gonna go out there and say that like Josh has gotten really honest and said he posts them just for me. Um, <laughs> it worked apparently because yeah, I just, uh, back to yeah, I just really miss you so that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> well Cassidy I know our listeners are thrilled thrilled to meet you and uh, I'll, I'll go out and just say behind uh, alongside of not behind alongside of every pastor there is typically a pastor's wife who is there to make sure they stay in they they stay in line because uh, we 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 tend to not do that. But Holly, why don't you introduce yourself to all of the uh, amazing listeners here at the Pastor Pod? Well, um, I'm Holly, and Where'd you wonderful grow up? privilege of being married. <laughs> I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Mariana, Florida, in the Panhandle. Um, I met Jay when he was going to BCF in Graceville. And we went to the same church at the time. Um, I was her youth pastor. Okay. I guess I mean, that gets really that's weird. Not, that's, <laughs> I need I need to know more. That's amazing. I need to understand. It's really, really weird, doesn't it? <laughs> what? That's no. okay. I was just graduated youth group when I met Josh and he was Whoa, youth whoa, you were so in, in college. Okay, so we were in college. Real awkward all of a sudden. Um, I technically met you when you were in high school. But we didn't start dating until after she graduated. Yes, that's true. Okay, so sorry about that. Thing. Um, right. Yeah. So we've been married for 16 years, and we have five kids. Um, you want to Yeah, I do. Michaela's 14. Uh, Adeline is 11. Louis is 11. Zachary is nine. Brett is five. And I have um, stayed at home with all of them from the very beginning. Um, and this fall will be the first time that they all go to school and it'll be quite a different time for me. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great and it's gonna be kind of sad at the same time. Um, yeah, so um, as far as what I enjoy, I love reading. Um, kids probably take up most of my time. Um, yeah. What do I do for fun? I feel like I don't want to read for fun. You do a lot of fun things. I do, yeah. Laundry, dishes. All the mom stuff. Yes, all the mom stuff. So one thing I'll say this about my wife that no one else will really know is, uh, I would say it's safe to say you're an introvert. Is that accurate? Yeah, for sure. But she is one of the funniest introverts I've ever met. And most people don't get to see that side of her, 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 uh, you know, remarks and her dry humor and things like that and so she she really underplays herself but she is a she's a ton of fun so I will say that um but anyhow uh Josh uh, this is this these are our brides these are the ones that we get to mm-hmm. hang out with lock arms with and do ministry with each and every uh week each and every day um mm-hmm. they see us at our worst moments <laughs> they mm-hmm. see us mm-hmm. at <laughs> best moments as well um, yeah. but really, I, I want to, I want to punt to you guys. It's really all about you guys sharing with us today. And so what is it like being married to a pastor? Um, what is that like? Is it what you, I'd be curious to know is like, is it what you thought it would be? Or is it, how is it different than what you thought it would be when you knew you were marrying a pastor? Um, and, and, and don't be afraid to, to talk about the highs, the lows, 
the good times, the bad times, um, all those things. Be as transparent as possible. We we really do want transparency. So, Holly, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> she wants to see. She wants to see how, how bad you'll go. And then she's like, okay, now I know what feels like. <laughs> um, when I think about being married to the pastor, I think about specifically our church, which is a church that you know we planted. Uh, six years ago um almost seven almost seven wow yeah it's been a long time so Mm -hmm. that's might be a little bit different than an established church but i think it it feels to me like um when you have people at your house and you're always hosting like Mm -hmm. you're always the one trying to make sure everyone is comfortable everyone has what they want they have all the food they need they have a place to sit they have, you know, the job they want to do or the place yeah. they're, and then you kind of get the leftovers. You just make sure everybody else is happy and yeah. then you take your spot. And that's kind of what it feels like to me. I'm not complaining or saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's kind of how it feels. Um, and you're always not putting on a show, but like, Mm-hmm. and making sure mm-hmm. the conversation is you're talking to everyone and things like that um, that's a great analogy yeah <laughs> that's great yeah um sorry my chair is creaking and then <laughs> other than that uh some of the highs and lows um I kind of think the same answer to both questions you, you see everything and hear everything and it's really great a lot of the stuff is really um really amazing to see in here and it's really i'm really grateful that i get to see and hear um all the wonderful things that god's doing in everyone's life because when you're a church member i think you kind of have your little uh circle your little group and you know what's going on with those people but when you're in the pastor's life you kind of hear about everybody and everything and all the uh miracles god's doing in people's lives and uh things that you get to hear about like the whole church, especially when you like for us for milestone, like for every person that walks in the door, I'm like, how did you even hear about us? Like, how did you even know about us? And it's cool to hear those stories and then to get to know them and their lives and how they came to um, know the Lord and things going on in their lives. It's, it's just really cool. But also, I mean, there's the downside to that, that you hear everything and you hear all the complaining. And, I mean, Jay feels there's a lot of that, um so I don't have to hear it all but I, I mean you do hear enough to where it's like people there I mean you, there's still Karen's right. in there you know male and female I don't know what the male Karen is but there's, <laughs> there's a lot of Karen's out there yeah. I agree Chris, no, and, she threw Karen out there and we go you, you know, Karen's already out there y'all not talking about Karen. like I said I, you're gonna have to filter it's good it's good that's true but everywhere there's the debbie downers if you want to go old school and you Mm -hmm. have to just kind of learn to just let those things roll Mm -hmm. Uh, and to to get past it and it it takes a while it's it's a learned thing and you have to learn that a lot of that's just talk and people venting and taking out their frustrations on your husband for no reason but um yeah all right for some reason, Karen and Debbie always get the, the, the stick. <laughs> Those poor names. So Karen and Debbie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so Cassidy, I want to hear from you. 
Yeah. What it's like to be a pastor's wife. I thought Holly summed that up so well. I have always heard the analogy of it being like a glass house, being married in ministry, but I'd never heard of the hosting aspect. And that felt more true. I feel like it does feel like you always have people. There's times when they're all sleeping maybe, or, you know, they go back home, but you do feel like you're putting on for a lot of a big group. Um, I would say it's, I didn't come from a background of being in a ministry family. So for me, my call to ministry was when I was 16 and I felt called to ministry. Not every pastor's wife, I think, feels that call. You know, they might marry their husband and then he's called or mm-hmm. it's different circumstances. So for me, it's always been the call God's had on my life. And I, I have had to deal with my own insecurities when Josh felt called to be a pastor. I was more hesitant because of my own insecurities. I knew he could do it, <laughs> but I just wasn't sure that I was called. I'm called to be his wife, but was I called to be a pastor's wife? Was that, you know was that I mean? when I was a youth pastor or is that? Well, when we first met Cause even, think, cause we met in Bible college yeah. and I was called to ministry and I really wrestled it when, with it when we were dating, what that would mean. Him, mm-hmm. He was already a youth pastor when I met him and I was like, oh, it's a little more serious than the ministry. I felt, I felt called to music and I thought that would look differently than being in that mm-hmm. pastor's wife role, you know? So I, I went through that struggle of my own, do I have what it takes? And then when we did get married and he was a youth pastor, I felt like there was, well, that's, you know, the youth pastor role. There's a little more, uh, people grace, give you maybe. more grace yeah. <laughs> in that. And when he felt called to be a pastor, I, I wrestled and fought him on that. And God really had to soften my heart and say, just follow him wherever I lead him. Um, and really the more I've followed Josh and the less I focus on myself, I feel like I'm able to walk in where God's called me and both of us as a couple. But so I try to look at ministry as, you know, as an individual and where God's called and gifted me to serve. So it's interesting because sometimes I'll forget even my own role. People will introduce me as this is my pastor's wife. And I, and I promise it takes me aback almost every time I'm like, Oh, I thought I was just their friend. (laughs) And I, I feel, well, you are their friend, but you're going, is that that what I am to you first? Exactly. Like Like, I'll forget. Maybe that is how they view me. You know, like that is, I'm, I have a role and I do want to walk in the responsibility of that role. Cause I feel like there Mm -hmm. is something to be said about that. You are, mm-hmm. you judged a little more, you know, there's a microscope on you. Um, and I do feel that way, but I don't walk in that. I think daily, um, wondering what people are thinking about me. And I try to live free. You know, I try to live saved by grace, free in Christ and try to represent that in my own life. But Cause I'm telling you growing up, the pastor's wife to me was up here <laughs> and I am down here. If, that, if in my mind, it's like mother Teresa, me. So, <laughs> um, and I, and I think I just had to let a lot, a lot of that go. Um, and I still do. I still battle that insecurity of not having what it takes, but people are like, I love being in ministry because it's, it's, we all need Jesus and, mm-hmm at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And I think if I can keep that perspective, then I'm more healthy as Mm -hmm. a pastor's wife. 
That's good. That's good. And I, I've heard the glass. What did they told us their marriage counseling? They told us something about a globe or a glass. Fish a fishbowl. Fish oh, yeah. Fishbowl. Fish yes. <laughs> in a fishbowl because everybody can see everything. And so I've heard that illustration too. I had never heard of the, the, um, uh, hosting one as as well and so well mm -hmm. thank you guys for sharing a little bit about what it's like to peel back the layer and and see what's behind the door when it's like what it's like to be a uh married to a pastor and mm -hmm. um, i i will say it is it is interesting and i i give grace to all uh, youth pastor wives are special special people um mm -hmm. i was a youth pastor and holly knew me as a youth pastor as well and there's lots of long not that there's not with pastors but I know with youth pastors, the extra long nights and the extra long days and the camps where you're gone. For yeah. Whole, you know, I, I, we yeah. used to dread those at times. It's like, man, there's so long. <laughs> um, and uh, our first, our first ministry position as a married couple was a youth pastor. What was in Texas. And we were, we were married. How long were we married? Six months before we moved to Texas. Yeah. We didn't know anybody yeah. and we didn't know anybody. Uh, and so I, I, I saw, I saw, I had, to, I had to see Holly kind of learn what that was like as well, because again, uh, it's new territory, it's new territory for everybody. And so, mm -hmm. um, and, and listen, I think, I think a lot of churches do have this weird view of what a pastor's wife is supposed to, supposed mm -hmm. to do in the church, supposed to act like, or be like, um, what do you guys think? Do you guys, do you guys think there's that, that, um, you know, that, that, um, it's almost like unspoken though, right? Like it's like, yeah. like my mom, I grew up, you know, my mom is a pastor's wife mm -hmm. and uh, she plays piano and she's excellent connecting with people. She did, she learned piano as a girl, as a little girl, but it's like, like kind of that thought process of like, well, if you're the pastor's wife, you need to, you need to do X, Y, Z, you're the piano player or you're the kid's director or you're the fill in the it's blank, true. whatever it is. Or it might be that specific church, what they think the pastor's wife should do. Um, so yeah. I've got a lot of views on that, but I wanted to hear from from you yeah. two because I don't know what that feels like. You know, we're we we're the ones typically full time being hired. Of course, pastors' wives are it's great when they're on the team and on staff as needed and where they feel called. But how does that feel? Because you kind of you are you are kind of grandfathered into the church just because that's how that's what happens mm -hmm. do you feel that pressure do you feel like there's a there's like a real narrow view of that or do you or do you feel like no i can serve wherever god's called me to serve in the church in the way i'm gifted and all that um i think it's different for a church plan <laughs> yeah it's not the, same. the last seven years holly right? said it she said it's different when you're mm -hmm. the founders of the church like i mm -hmm. i really do think i loved that when we planted the north campus in jacksonville I felt like there was no expectations because they had nothing to compare me there to. There was nobody there. Yeah. I, so it was like, you're just We're praying some people show up. We, yeah, and, and the Mud family filled in all the gaps. Like exactly. we did. Exactly. Right? Like every role. <laughs> there was nobody. I was the greeter and the pastor that day, or I did. That's right. The I'm the sleeper. I'm the mopper. Yeah. I think there can be expectations when you're stepping into a role that has already been like someone else has already had that pastor's wife position and mm -hmm. you're stepping in. And I think the church body probably does have a little expectation. Mm -hmm. Like is she's, you know, going to do what the last pastor's wife did. And if, you know, if you don't, mm -hmm. are you letting them down mm -hmm. and that kind of thing? I know I walked into that here, just, you know, hoping that I would be accepted for who I am, knowing that I'm probably a unique 
individual and I am a unique individual, but that, you know, you would be, I would be accepted for whatever strengths I brought and whatever weaknesses um, would be Mm -hmm. given grace for. And I think there can be unspoken things. I've learned that um, as I've been here, I've learned, you know, a little bit more about the other pastor's wife that was here before actually. And people just are open about things to the pastor's wife that I think they wouldn't say to other people. Mm -hmm. So you learn a little bit of the behind the scenes of things like you were saying, Holly. Yeah, that's very true. They will say things to the pastor's wife. They may not say because they're talking. What they're doing is they're trying to talk to the pastor through the wife. What do you call that? Is it like a phone phone a pastor for your for your wife? I don't know what it is. It's like you know they they say something and just passing and it's just like yeah I know that I get to them because they're gonna talk and then yeah I don't know. Mm. No, I'll say this, Josh. You said this. You you had this conversation. I I remember distinctively, and I'm not gonna. <clears throat> name the church but there was a church that we interviewed at where we went on the interview and uh they were they were hiring me as a youth pastor and we had a little uh how old was the kid she was probably two years old at that time and you know a two-year-old is you never know what you're going to get you could get the monster that the two-year-old could be or you could get the angel that everybody wants to run to and and that's just saying two two-year-olds or two-year-olds are Mm -hmm. Um, and I know uh, at that time Michaela was a handful and Holly had taken her on a walk while I was interacting with some people and you know shaking hands Mm -hmm. and getting to know people and things like that and the church was like hey yeah we want you to be our youth pastor and all that and I got this call from the pastor that night afterwards the pastor came in and sat down and the pastor looked at me and and just said hey we noticed your wife was just off with your daughter and not interacting the way um, you know, most of our wives do. And so we just want to know if this is a common practice. And I was floored. Uh, we, we want transparency. Oh. I was floored. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is not happening right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was, there was anger. There was all frustrations. There was like, really, this is happening, right? That's my, that, I had a two year. So there is this persona that there is this expectation that oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. there is wives or staff wives have mm-hmm. to meet um, and whether we want to acknowledge it or not, there is this expectation. And I think, Cassidy, I want to commend you for saying something because it was very, very true. And it's this idea that you are uniquely created. Um, the Bible tells us we're all hand-knit. We're knit together in our mother's womb. We, God uniquely put all of us together with gifts and talents. And I think we need to be careful. Uh, this, is a, this is a lesson for all of us as pastors. Um, you know, for us pastors who are going to hire other staff, we need to be very careful on uh, the the expectations we put on people. Um, and remember when we're calling, uh, yes, it is a family call to go somewhere and do something, but at the end of the day, um, everyone's different and they may not meet the same expectations as everybody else. I think it's really important we talk about that. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, Holly, that that would push me. Honestly, I am. At the time, I didn't even know it happened. I, I think, think I filtered me. it. I think I filtered that one. Yeah, that you was a filter. Good call, Jay. Yeah, yeah. I think she knew about it, but I think I don't think I told her that day. And I think, I think I it was afterwards. I, think I, I don't remember. Sure. Yeah. But just I'm just being transparent. Yeah. It's like that's that's honestly some some of the areas that we end up with. And so um I think it's important that they hear that from you guys. That I think yeah. I don't know, Holly, have you ever had this weird feeling where you 
didn't fit the mold of a pastor's wife? Yeah, so I had the same experience as you guys did growing up. Like, pastor's wives were amazing. They sang. They played, <laughs> they were super chatty with everyone. And um, even um, in ministry with you, pastor's wives have um, just been, like, super women. And it's um, – I think you feel the most pressure to be a good pastor's wife when you're not the lead pastor's wife and you're just on staff from other mm. staff members, if that makes sense, from like the people higher up. Because there's not many ministries unique. There's not many jobs that your husband gets that you also have expectations for. Everybody else just kind of goes to work every day. And, you know, mm-hmm. your ministry, it's, it's 100% both of you, whether people say it or not. Um, but I have loved being... Uh, at milestone church planting and mm-hmm. having no expectations. It's been great. Uh-huh. And just being able to be myself um, has been wonderful. And I know that when other people have come on staff at milestone and their wives, I remember asking um, you specifically, what do you expect out of me? And I really loved your response. You said, just be a good church member. Like, mm-hmm. I think we feel this pressure to be superhuman and to be something amazing that we've seen uh, modeled in our lives, but, but other people can't live up to that either. That's the, you know, that's not attainable for others. So we shouldn't set that standard, but we can be a good church member. We can serve mm-hmm. and we can love others and we can do yep. the things good church members do and then set a yeah. model that other people can also live up to. And mm-hmm then it works for everyone. You could call not, any yeah. of our staff wives and that's the answer we yeah. give them. We say, look, just be a good church member. Love that. I love that's that. Great. You know, serve in your gifting, find a place to, to find connect. We're not going to tell you where to serve. People. We're not going to tell you what to do. We're right. not going to tell you all that. Just be a good church. In other words, you know, anything we would expect from any other person who says they call Milestone their home. We mm-hmm. expect that out of our pastor's wives. Nothing mm-hmm. more, nothing less. It's just simply be a good church member. Um, and it, so, uh, you can, say again? Uh, no, you keep going. I was going to say, it, you can see, you can almost see the pressure go away. Like yeah. it's a release of like, oh, that makes me feel so much yeah, better. Yeah, so I don't have to lead every ministry. I don't have to lead anything. Do I don't have to, no, unless that's what God is calling you to do. Yeah. No, right. you could serve on our hospitality team and put out coffee every Sunday and you'd be fulfilling what we're asking you to do as a pastor's wife. Um, yeah. faithful um, as a church member. So that's really the expectation I put on our staff as a yeah. pastor. Um, that's kind of the expectations I put on them. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, ha- I feel like we have a unique um, situation too, because just from another, another viewpoint, I being called to worship ministry and feeling called as a worship leader um, that has been, that's kind of been tricky at times as mm-hmm. also a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn kind of my place in that. <laughs> um, there's been some churches we've served at that have mm-hmm. um, looked at me as a valuable, like they, they want to pay me as a worship leader, you know, and then there's some where it's just a, ser- a servant and I would do it either way. So to me, that's mm-hmm. what I'm called to do and I'm going to do it either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been times where I feel like the enemy can can play with my mind or make me feel less valuable in certain circumstances or like I'm a two for one package deal, you know, versus Mm -hmm. if I wasn't married to a pastor and I was called to be a worship 
leader, would that look differently Mm -hmm. at a church? Probably, you know what I mean? Um, So I've wrestled with that too. Also, we have, we've never had this happen, but this past weekend, um, we were both serving on a Sunday morning and one of our children was, woke up in the middle of the night that morning, not feeling well. Mm. And immediately I know I'm the dispensable one. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I know my place. I'm not, I sure, I'm not sure if the church would agree with no, that. No, I know you that. Know, like we like your singing 100%. more than his preaching, though. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm staying home with the kid. You know what I mean? Like that's just my role, and hmm. and I feel like a lot of pastor pastor wives probably feel dispensable compared to their husbands. When really in the kingdom of God, every part is so valuable, and yeah. staying home with a sick child is actually just as valuable. It is yeah. caring for them mm-hmm. as preaching a message, encouraging mm-hmm. families to grow. So, you know, those are unique situations for two people who serve in roles. And um, I'm just, I, I just want to serve out of a faithfulness heart and not a, uh, I don't ever want to hinder his calling and his, I feel like that's my, my primary purpose is to serve my family too first. And so, you know, just weighing that is, is been, I think kind of our unique situation. What I've loved about you and I've loved about our marriage. And even when we were dating that I felt like we were a team that when we were going to church, whatever, whatever we're doing, we did together as the friendship was there. Right. And I know this is true for you guys, but I think that's, what's really grown us in ministry over the years is that we serve together in the way God's wired us. Mm -hmm. And I know that can be tricky. (laughs) Some Mm -hmm. churches are, some churches are weird. Uh, Mm -hmm. They, they have it. They, they have an insecurity um, that they, they only allow certain people to do certain things because if it doesn't fit their paradigm, they, they don't like it. And mm. so I, I want to continue to have a culture in our church uh, where everyone can serve in the gifting God's given them for God's glory and not feel weird about that. Not mm. feel, not feel like they can't be excited about that. Or there's a, there's a comparison between who's singing or not singer, who's mm-hmm. leading in kids ministry or who's doing whatever role they feel led to do, that's not greater or lesser, but that mm-hmm. each or everybody's valued. So I think that's a, that's just something we've seen mm-hmm. really, really healthy and really, really not. Um, but what do you think, what do you think churches can do to support pastors' wives better? Like what, what would you, what would, if there were pastors listening today, and, and of course there are, if there's even church members or, you know, there could be a search team, uh, listening in, how, how can we make it not awkward and just treat pastors' wives like we're saying in a healthy way so that they want to be there long-term and they want to grow their family and, and be a part of the church life, not just because they have to, because they really, really love it. I say pray for them. And, and when you pray for people, you can't help but love them and show them grace and want them to, to grow. I would say when you're really genuinely praying for people, you just, you want the best for them. So continue praying. What would you say, Holly? I'd say um, to just check on us. I mean, honestly, sometimes I feel like there might be one person that ever texts me out of the whole church. Just like, how are you doing? You know, like people, I guess, assume you're doing good and stuff. Um, Just check on us. Uh, Mm -hmm. Be kind to our husbands and love our kids like extraordinarily well <laughs> they, they put up with a lot they deal with a lot they sacrifice okay. a lot yes. that's good and yeah it, it just means a lot to 
Plus his mom's impact his life. So it's <laughs> Let them know they're valuable, I would say too, and whatever gifting God has given them and just let them know that they're seen too. And I think as a pastor's wife, I try to do that for other pastor wives mm -hmm. and friends and ministry. You know, when Easter was coming up, I checked in with a few friends in ministry. Like I know this is a big Sunday. The enemy is going to be, mm -hmm. be getting at us. So I just checked in with them, not just locally, but people that I ha I know. And they just appreciated that because we're really all, you know, on the same team here. <laughs> we're mm -hmm. all serving together in different places, but mm -hmm. doing the same things with, with people who are hurting. And I think when you pour out a lot, you really need to, to have people pouring back into you. And I'd like to add this, just don't compare, don't compare the current pastor's wife with one that was here before or 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's unique. And uh, that's just same for pastor. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, Jay, I mean, come on. I mean, when you plant the church, it's, it's nice. You don't have a lot of that, but he's the OG, whether that's a, whether, whether it comes out like good or bad, it could be like, Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Or it could be like, Oh, you're all right. I'll be you know. the thing of being the OG, the founding, the lead yeah. planting pastor is this is one you get, you get the mix. And this is with every church really, but especially for a church plant is you get the mix, you get some Christians who come along because every church, I'll say this, and this is important because I think we misunderstand it. Every church plant needs Christians to support the church plant. Like mm -hmm. we, need, we need a handful. That's why people develop core teams to come on. But those Christians are the ones that have the baggage of, well, this pastor did this or that or whatnot. The new mm -hmm. believers are the ones that go, hey, I just, you know, this is this. I can say, honestly, I've never had a pastor who hasn't said that I'm not a handful um uh, no matter where no matter What's where that, even, even here people are like he's a handful how do we we can't contain them we can't make this a handful <laughs> the only pastor they know some of them the only pastor um that's just the nature of who i am which makes things difficult but anyhow um i just say i want to i'll go along and saying this with when it comes to the, the pastor's wives and how we can we can love them and care for them and i think holly hit on a little bit I think uh, you, Cassidy, you were hitting on it as well as I think, you know, the pastors obviously get a lot of attention because we're in front of everybody. We talk about these things, but checking on our pastors, checking on our wives, making sure, you know, they, they understand the, the, some of the things that they're going through and some of the, the weight that they're carrying around that uh, they may not even know they're carrying around, honestly, is there mm -hmm. is this weight of uh, you feel as everybody, you, you reflect the pastor. And so everything you do, everything you say, everything your kid does, everything your kid says, reflects the pastor and you bear and i heard mama bears coming out a little bit on both of you and it wasn't a bad thing but it's more along the lines of i want you to know that like we care for our kids yeah cassie i think you said earlier mm -hmm. you know i feel like one of my first priority in ministry is taking care of my family i think you said something along those lines you correct me if i'm wrong you know i know holly's said that and knowing that is is extremely important um that you know you're you are unique and just in knowing that uh, you're cared for can go a huge, huge way, a long way uh, for a pastor, uh, for a pastor's wife. And so I will say, I think our kids seeing us serve too is so important mm -hmm. as a, as to have your parents just pouring into the church. I, I mean, that is such a great model, I think, for them to see mm -hmm. in a healthy way. And, and um, so thank you both. I mm -hmm. think your model, you know, just, mm -hmm. just, I, I hope that my kids don't, have that pk thing mm -hmm. they don't yeah 
leave one day. Yeah, I was drugged to church. Yeah, dad had to but work and he, you know. They want to see us joyfully serving. So right. if it's not joyful, yeah, maybe that's when we take a step back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, need think, to have- I, I actually think, I think we should make a decision right here on the pastor pod. Uh, that every pastor should have to be a part of a church plant because that is where yeah. you know how that works is everybody gets to serve together in that right yeah. you know that's that. right that i think it should that's be right. like a prerequisite in college or something like that i don't know um but you know the things i didn't know and i to see my family i think it's one of the greatest joys i have to see our family serve together mm-hmm. um, many people don't know this my daughter my 14 year daughter is the one that runs our live stream go look at her live stream she's that's the awesome. one that tells everybody what to do She's on the mm. microphone saying, switch the camera, do this, do that. Um, <laughs> I love it. The show. Um, That's great. And, you know, one of the hardest things is you mentioned it earlier and it's, it's pretty public is, you know, we're transitioning actually from a mm. uh, milestone and, and, and going to take a new, new adventure. But Michaela, my 14 year old actually said it this way. She said, I don't, it's tough for me to leave milestone because I feel like I planted milestone. Oh, and she wow. did. No, it, you think about it. She did. So did Adeline, so did Louis, so did Zachary, so did Rhett. Um, Rhett was there the first Christmas Eve gathering we ever had. Um, wow. He was born on December 19th and December 24th, he was in church. Uh, <laughs> Amen. That's happened. That's right, yeah, I've that's, given birth. I know. Three weeks you, whatever it takes, right, Jay? It was our first Christmas Eve. Every number mattered. Every head mattered. That's um, right. You got to get them in there. And pregnant women count as two. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but no. It, it really is. It really is. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, any, 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 any other thoughts you guys have when it comes to pastors, wives, and um, I just can't still get over the fact I'm looking at the camera and I see almost like, Oh my goodness. We're doing the same I, hand motions. I Your blonde hair. You're sitting like this. Wow. You're like, I, I'm looking at the screen and I'm seeing Cassidy and Josh. I'm like, that looks like Holly. Cause she's right here. And uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. So Josh, wow. next week we'll we'll match just for the sake of matching. So you know what? You guys I, get I, I need to get a I need to get a Boston hoodie, you know, yes. Red Sox hoodie. Yeah. Listen, the fact that it's May and I'm still wearing a hoodie is an issue. Okay. Uh can we just talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you live in you change. live in the great white frozen north. I guess. Good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we haven't seen the sun in days. So that being said. Um, I just want to thank both Cassidy and Holly for being on the Pastor Pod. I do appreciate you guys. And um, Cassidy, Josh talks a ton about you and your family and how awesome you are. Um, and you listen to the Pastor Pod, so I think you know that. I'm a big fan, avid listener. <laughs> I pay her. I pay her to listen. I do. You pay her to listen. You pay I listen a lot while I'm editing okay. photography <laughs> and doing things. Josh tells me your feedback, and so it's, it's really oh. helped shape up my editing skills. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man i always always good that she can't hear you when she's running on the treadmill we need to get the <laughs> okay yeah i know i i yeah that was one time it was, it was one things that i remember right so right. anyhow uh listen thank you guys so much for being on the pastor pod josh it always it is a blast to yeah. hang out today i have been educated and i've learned from our spouses and i think that is awesome i hope you've been encouraged if you're listening in I want to encourage you to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach us at thepastorpod at gmail.com. Uh, we have some more exciting guests coming up. Um, 
I'm really looking forward to it. I, there's three or four that are now on the schedule throughout the mm -hmm. summer and uh, we're scheduling more and more and more. So listen back in. We, our, our goal is to get some great phenomenal leaders in to have some good, open, transparent conversations. But from Cassidy and Josh, Holly and myself here at the Pastor Bob, we thank you for listening in. Hope to see you back or hear back next week here on the Pastor Bob. Have a great weekend.